844, 61 degrees. Welcome to First News on 570. That's the Grateful Dead there in the background. Uh, and this is Pete Callender from the Pete Callender Show podcast. Good morning, Pete. How are you? I am grateful to be here. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Just kind of hanging out here this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, taxes, Pete. Everybody's <laughs> favorite topic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so we're starting to get a little bit of a better idea of, of kind of what this new uh, administration's tax plan is going to start looking like and who's going to be getting hit the hardest. And, and while... You know, Americans who make less than a million dollars are probably not going to get hit directly with new taxes, but mm. they are going to get hit with major increases in the cost of products and services. So, yeah, I mean, that's always the, you know, it's, it's funny that people who, you know, disagree with the, quote, trickle down. They're very, you know, uh, uh, they they cast all sorts of snide comments towards uh uh, free marketeers and tax cutters as you know trickle down economics and all that there is a there's a trickle down though that does occur with the cost of goods and services and such when things become more expensive yeah no doubt about it and if you think that um it's only going to impact people at the higher end uh you're kidding yourself now i don't know if that's a particularly persuasive argument to make uh, right now because you know what trump has done inside the republican party Uh, has, you know, driven a wedge between the tax cutters and the populists. So I'm not sure there are a lot of folks that were Trump supporters that are in the GOP that really care much about uh, the the wealthy uh, getting tax cuts uh, again. I don't think that that's a Mm -hmm. persuasive argument uh, any longer for the populist wing. So, um you know, they're talking. The Biden administration is talking about uh, a 39 percent business tax in, uh, increase. From we're we're at what 20? We're at 21 right now, I think. You, oh, on the if capital gain? Are you talking about? The, cap- yeah, the capital. Yeah, the capital gains. Yeah, and so that went off the cliff. Yeah, I mean, they threw the number out, and then the you know the numbers or the stock market you know went off the cliff and and tanked. And uh, I think a lot of people again they think that they're not really going to be impacted by this stuff. Uh, the tax rates are going to matter though, and if you've just done your taxes or you're getting ready to pull money out of retirement, uh, that's now going to be taxed. I've been having conversations with my financial advisor about this because when you start moving money, like for example, four hundred one k. You know, I'm in the process, like take my 401k that I you know, used to have with you guys and move it into an IRA and then get it into a Roth IRA. But you got to pay the taxes. And the question then is, do you pay the taxes this year under the current rules or do you want to gamble when the rules are going to be different next year, two years, three years, 10 years down the road? Um, and like I'm not putting money on the tax rates going lower. <laughs> So, uh, right. So that like that, these are some of the decisions that, you know, that I'm uh, that that I'm looking at personally, and I'm not the only one. Obviously, anybody who is approaching retirement age is going to be looking at some of these same sort of calculations. Same thing, by the way, in Asheville and Buncombe. If you are uh, looking to buy a home or you are a homeowner, you got the Buncombe County Commissioners. They're uh, they're interested in raising property taxes. You got the Asheville City Council uh, that what was the quote from? Gwen Whistler, who said, um, what did she say? The quote in the paper was that she uh, she says, you know, we should not feel like, well, just because the county is going to increase taxes that the city can't. So, like, really just pile it on, you know, I mean, well, I mean, the reparations aren't going to pay for themselves, I guess. Um, and, right. and this is this is the cost of Democratic controlled governance. Right. Like, this is what you're seeing. They're saying we have no money. And I thought it was interesting that they talked about, like, uh, at the city budget level, they were saying. 
You've got all of these positions that were frozen as uh, vacant, right, during the pandemic. But we got more money in than we were expecting, yet we still have to make all these contributions to the state retirement system and about three hundred eighty grand in economic incentive agreements with businesses. So now the very thing that they say, because we just saw the big announcement about Apple at the state level, right? They say all these economic incentive deals, this is going to be good. It's going to bring in all the money, all these new jobs, all these new people. It's a win-win. It's growth, right? Well, 380K in economic incentive agreements with businesses. So now we're going to raise taxes. We're going to raise taxes to pay for the incentive deals that got a business to locate here. Tell me how that right. makes sense. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it it doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And and I I often question if we just held the you know the companies like the Apples and the Amazons and the Microsofts and and some of them, if we if we stopped giving them tax breaks uh, to the point where they're getting away with they're virtually paying you know zero in income tax zero percent in income tax uh, because they've got you know a very good creative forensic accountant on their hands. I, you know, I just have to wonder how much stuff would we wouldn't have to be <laughs> always going back to the kitty for. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I have been opposed to these types of tax incentive deals in virtually all forms. Uh, and so I was kind of the proverbial floater in the punch bowl when everybody was celebrating the Apple announcement this week. Uh, and look, and you know, and I, I'm critical of the Republican Party leadership as well for signing on to this. Like, do you guys not understand the 3000 people that Apple is looking to hire. Yes, they're going to be like $187,000 salary jobs. So they're going to have a lot of money. But what do you think their politics are, folks? Do you think the folks that are running the the uh, the AI and machine learning programs for Apple, do you think they're conservatives? I, like, Do you think they're going to be imported into this state, into the Wake area? And do you think they're going to be funding political campaigns of Republicans. This is one of the things that always drives me nuts. You're going after these big left-wing corporations, and then you're going to lament the fact that you can't win elections any longer when all of the people that those corporations bring into the state are going to vote against the very climate that was so attractive for them to first come. Do we know out of those 3,000 jobs that are that are supposed to be coming here, do we know how many of those would be actually like filled by local people as opposed to people being you know transplanted in? They, uh, somebody asked about, because there are over 1,000 jobs that Apple has up in uh, or over in Catawba County, right, as part of that first mm-hmm. project that they did. Uh, there are like 1,000 employees. They all stay that. So the 3,000 doesn't include that number. So it sounds okay. like these are all new gigs. But and, and I'm sure they're going to be, you know, heavily recruiting from the research. Triangle Park area. And it does create, look, I mean, there are benefits to the expansion of the business. The problem for me is when you start uh, inducing, incentivizing with taxpayer funds to get these corporations to locate here. And and it's hard for me to believe that a billion dollar project announcement plus the two slush, sorry, the initiatives, the funding initiatives uh, for the schools and the infrastructure around the state. It's hard for me to believe that a one point two, one point three billion dollar deal only got done because they were getting tax refunds going out to twenty forty. Right. 2040. That's how long these refunds would uh, would be uh, coming into Apple for the jobs they create. And I understand that you don't get the refund until the job is created. But think of like right now, as I just mentioned, Asheville on the hook to pay for, you know, almost 400K in incentives. Um, You know, 
those people that come here, they're going to have to have places to live, schools to send the kids, libraries, roads, water, sewer, all the costs of residential infrastructure. Uh, Residential is not a net revenue generator, right? Retail, uh, retail, commercial, uh, uh, industrial, those are. They they require far less public services to fund. And uh, I, I just I don't see it as a smart move economically or politically for Republicans, at least. There we go. Pete, we always appreciate the time, sir. I encourage folks to go to the PeteCallanderShow.com. That's the PeteCallanderShow.com. You'll find the podcast there on all the major platforms and the minor ones as well. Thanks, Thanks Mark. Ben. All right, buddy. Appreciate you got it. it, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Eight fifty-two. Uh, six-